just so the sound is just right for the people in the audience and the audience at home. They're extremely picky at home. Uh, it's just how it is. Um, if you could do me a huge favor, please silence your cell phones. Check the cell phones. I'm just waiting for somebody to slip up. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> Check the cell phones. Um, and also, uh, please no food or drink in here. I think everyone's good on that. Um, if anybody, uh, I mean, the, the front's filling up pretty good. If, you know, if we want to fill up all, you know, just keep moving to the front, people can do so. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so the, the lollygaggers, the lollygaggers, I think, they'll be coming in shortly. Uh, they'll fill up the back area. Anyways, thank you. That's all for me. Happy Sunday. Take it, Jesse. Amazing. Good morning. Welcome to church. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. Thank you so much for being with me. You can get involved by going to our YouTube chat line. And Hake will uh, pass on your questions or comments. All right? I do appreciate it. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Amazing. Amazing. It's going to be an amazing year. And uh, so, and belated Merry Christmas. Man, you're so fat now. What happened? Christmas happened. Thanksgiving. You let you pregnant. <laughs> you more pregnant than she is. <laughs> How did that happen? Thanksgiving, Christmas. It, oh, it just happened over the weekend? No. Uh, I mean, <laughs> wow. It's hard to take the belly off, too. Oh, man. What a way to start the year out. <laughs> But anyway, <laughs> Happy New Year, y'all. Uh, everybody had a good Christmas and New Year's starting to happen? Good. Anybody here for the first time? Amazing. My wife, no, no English. No, no, no English? No English. Habla <laughs> Espanol? Si. Uh, welcome. How you say? <laughs> How you say welcome in Spanish? We're Benito. We're Benita. Oh, okay, sorry. We're Benita. Oh, we're Benita. We should name it. How do you hear about us? Uh, Angelo. Oh, hold on. I'm sorry. Hold on. Oh, sorry. Uh, my name is Angelo. I, I heard about uh, the church from uh, my cousin here. Uh, I don't know if you guys are Angelo. Yeah, I heard about the church from my cousin here. He's the biggest fan right here. Right on. Well, thanks for coming, man. Yeah. Yes, sir. I'm Adam. I'm from Santa Rosa. And, uh, I found you from Instagram, and I just thought, like, who is this guy? And I, you know, looked into more of your stuff. Uh, <laughs> Fallen State, you know, listen to you three hours a day at work every single day, That's and it's amazing. just an honor, honor to finally meet you. So, and and did you go and forgive? Negative. <laughs> what? No. I know. He listened every day. No, and didn't no, do the one primary thing. It's a shame. It's a shame. And I know it's like I just got to do. Why it. haven't so, you done it? I think part of it is 
I'm I'm kind of worried like how my dad would react. I mean, I feel like my mom would be like, oh, whatever. But I feel like my dad might like get upset about it. But and if, and if he does, and so, oh well, and <laughs> yeah, oh well, you know. And I think part of it has to do with like maybe the way he was brought up too. Like you said, you know, like you know, with his mom and stuff like that. So. Because he, he grew up with a single mom. And so you, have you forgot, you haven't gone to your father or your mother? No, I haven't. Oh, I just, man. I just, you know, I just You're afraid, do huh? I don't know. I've put on the spot, but yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't feel afraid, but I just got to, I, I mean, I did but it in a subtle way. I'm concerned about I his reaction. Isn't that fear? Yeah, it is. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> what is it like to be a man to have fear? It's kind of kind of upsetting, but <laughs> you know, I just gotta. So a man with fear and upset. <laughs> what wow. a mess! What a mess! All right, you know, we'll get this straight. Uh, we'll get it straight. Uh, right. I'll call you soon, Jesse. All right. Yes, sir. Hi, Jesse. Hey. I'm I'm Cliff. This is my brother Alvin. Hey, yeah. Alvin. I think we've we've well, I've listened to you first time like last year maybe. From Where the are you from? State. Uh, Hong Kong originally. Hong Kong. Yeah. That's where you live now? No, I live in Canada. <laughs> I'm down here to visit him. He he goes to uni here. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. So. Nice. Well, welcome, man. Pleasure to be here. Yeah. yeah. What part of Canada are you in? Uh, Montreal. And that's the part you came from, Nick? Yeah. Uh, I lived there for a little bit. The anchor baby from Canada. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome, man. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yeah, my name's Alvin, and I'm just, I'm his brother. And, yeah, we're both from Hong Kong. I'm here to study but he's definitely a bigger fan right uh, of the show. Yeah, I, I sometimes tag along and just listen along. So, yeah. Thank well, you. Isn't that tag along sometimes? <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Anybody else? First time? Is this your first time? This is my first time. Right here. Hi. Hey. <clears throat> Excuse me. My name is Rochelle. Um, I started watching you like a couple of years back on YouTube, and I was like, Wow, everything that, a lot of the things that you say, I already knew, but I didn't hear anybody say it. Yep. And I thought that I was just the only one that thought like that. And um, I'm happy to be here. I'm glad to meet you. Um, I'm, I'm from Los here. Angeles, South Central. I live in South Central Los Angeles, unfortunately. But, um, yeah, so I'm just here to listen and learn. I'm glad you're and, here. Um, also, <clears throat> excuse me. Also, another thing is that when I started listening to you, especially because I first started like the radio show, and then I started hearing you talk about spiritual things like God and stuff like that, and I was like, oh wow. So I basically agree with you on everything. And you are the first. You're like the uncle that I never had because you're the first. Per you're the first man that I've been like, wow. That's an example of a real man, because I've never had an example of a real man in my life, ever. Well, that's why it's so good to return to the Father. Yes, I know. And once you return to the Father, He's going to give you that perfect love, and it's just going to be amazing. Yeah. It really, really will. It is. Good. It is. Why is it unfortunate that you live in South Central? Because of the, when I first, I've been living there for like about 18 years, and in the place that I live now, I've been, I've, I've lived there all my life, but I've seen like the deterioration. I live right next to a park, like the homelessness, oh, just okay. an, a, 
the people that are just out of their minds, I guess. I don't know. Just like, in, I have dogs, so I go outside and walk my dogs in. I have to watch for everything. I, I have to watch for people walking up and down the street just cursing and using the bathroom on the street, just yeah. everything. So that's the unfortunate part. Yeah, I got you. So. Well, welcome. Thank you. All right. Anybody else first time? Oh, right here. And speaking of the bathroom thing, it's been raining a lot, right? And so I went over to the post office. One day I came into the office, I went to the post office, it was raining, and all of the dump was running down the streets. And people are stepping in it because they're not being aware, they're not looking down, and they're stepping in it. And I'm like, wow, isn't that amazing? In our city now, when it rained, we step in it. And then they take it in their homes, they take it in their car, and now everybody's car smells like dump. Because <laughs> people don't pay attention to what's going on. Amazing. Yes, sir. Hi, Jesse. My name is Bert, and I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Right on. Welcome, Bert. Thank you. Uh, how did you find the show? How did you find us? Uh, I've been watching some YouTube clips and following State and stuff like that for about a year and a half now, I think. Right on. Yeah. Well, welcome, man. Thank you. Okay. I, uh, I uh, want to say that last year was about bringing back Christianity, which is love. Uh, because in our country, we just don't have it. And so the entire year has been amazing around the world as far as, far as bringing that back. And I know a lot of people don't have it back yet, but they're working on it, right? But we got to have love because God is love. And if you don't have love, you're not going to make it in this world. This world is evil and you're not going to make it. <coughs> There is power in love. There is everything in love. So thank you for bringing back Christianity, really. And I hope you don't forget. Don't forget. We got to have love. It's not about race. It's not about male or female. It's about love. It's about love. And so I have a new theme this year. A brand new theme this year and that is and I'll tell you why I come up with this This, the theme this year is to become your own man slash woman woman being man you know woman being man when you say man it used to automatically mean men and women but become your own man the one thing I noticed in our country today is that the idea of being your own man or woman is gone. It's like <clears throat> you go from one leader to another and to another and to another. And then there's no individuality. There's no, I'm going to be my own man. I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to make my own decision. And, and women too, because women are weak too. They tend to follow wherever the crowd goes. Well, and there's nothing like being your own man. When, when I was raised by my grandparents and whenever I visited my parents, it was about being your own man. And if you can't be your own man, you ain't worth nothing. Really, you're not worth a dime. Because you're all over the place, you can't be trusted, you don't know how to do for yourself, you don't know how to think for yourself. And that's because you have not been told to be your own man. 
really. And men deal with rough stuff. And you know what I mean? So that's the theme this year of how to become, I mean, becoming, become, what is it? Becoming your own man. <laughs> oh, I didn't tell you that. Oh, did I tell oh, you that? You didn't hey? tell me beforehand, so I don't know. Yeah, becoming your own man. And that means one man too. In the good old days, it was understood. When you said become your own man, it was already understood. Woman as well, all right? So you got to become your own man or you're not going to make it. The world ain't going to let you make it. And that's why God said to come from a monster world. You be in the world, but not of the world. If you're of the world, you can pack up right now and just go die. Lay out in that dump on the street and die. Because you're not going to make it. You're just not going to make it. Because there is no love at all in the world. And you'll be up and down and trying to figure out what is right. But you got to become your own man. And women need men to be their own man. A woman does not want a man that, oh, my day was just so hard. Uh, somebody looked at me wrong at work. Oh, my boss wanted me to work overtime. I can't work overtime. I got hold of my wife. That's not it. And there's nothing, nothing like becoming or being your own man. Really, there's nothing like it. Really. And so I want you to do what you want, of course. It's up to you. You can stay however you want. It's not going to hurt me. But you got to become an individual, become your own man. Your own man. All right? That sound good? Interesting? So I got to ask this. And then we'll move on and move on and move on. Whatever questions are coming, you may have. Um, how many thoughts did you have today? Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't I don't, know. I don't remember. I don't even know where I'm at right now. What? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I just go just boof. I don't You know you don't remember? Yeah, I don't. Sometimes I like I'll think of things like coffee or whatever, but that's about it. <laughs> like what? Like coffee. Coffee. Oh. Well, because we have this powder that we get from coffee bean, and I was just thinking about that the whole morning. <laughs> <laughs> we run out of it. Man. Yeah. Poor baby, they're coming, huh? Yeah. Okay. Well, she's not gonna drink coffee. What? She's not gonna drink coffee. The, the baby. baby. Yeah. Right. Good. <laughs> How many thoughts did you have today? Me? Why are you asking me? Oh my God. <laughs> we'll be here all day. Um, I, I, a lot. <laughs> a lot? Not a lot. I guess less than before, but I still had quite oh, okay. um, some. How many did you have today? How many thoughts? Infinity. <laughs> I, I can't come up with a number. There's so many. So what now? I can't come up with a number. You can't come up with a number? No. And why not? Because 
sometimes I'm not like aware that of what I'm thinking, but I know I'm like thinking of stuff all the time. Are you sometimes not where your body is? Like your body is in the building, but your mind is in yeah. in at some other location. Yeah, sometimes. Isn't that weird? Yeah, it is. Are you starting to pay attention to that so that I can stop? Um, yeah, because I'm able to catch it when it happens. Yeah. Whereas before, I would just let it go on because I didn't know that that was wrong, like to be like that. I mean, yeah, pay attention to that. The one thing I want you to know, if you don't ever know anything else, you must forgive, forgive your parents because they can help themselves so that God can forgive you and bring you to the light. Because every thought, there's not one good thought. Impossible. Every thought is a lie. And too many people enter their thoughts. And they are suffering not because of a situation. They're suffering because they believe what is going on in their heads. That's why they're suffering. And I don't know if, yeah, I would have known it anyway, I think. But in counseling this past year, it's all about the head. The war that's happening in your head and in your chest and all over you is happening to everybody around you. You're not unique. So don't think you're walking around crazy and everybody else saying they're all crazy. They're, Cause they're living in their head. You don't have real issues in life. There is no such thing as a real problem in life. I'm telling you, I promise you that. The real problem is here. And Satan doing all he can to prevent you from knowing that. He doesn't want you to know that. He keeps you busy. There are people who, I, I heard a report, there are people who look at their cell phone, was it like a thousand times a day? Was it a thousand it? Yeah, a thousand times. Who look at their cell phone a thousand times a day? When would you have time to have that quiet moment so you could be separated from the not you? That doesn't even make sense. Like, when you wake up this year, I want to encourage you, do what you want. Do not pick up the phone the first time you open your eyes. Let the phone lay there. Ain't nothing on it. And whoever calls you don't want nothing anyway. And, and they're gonna. It's, once you start talking to them or reading all your mess on the internet, then they're gonna tell you you don't have time to pray now. Now you gotta rush. And now you gotta this, and you're back in your head. Your thoughts are your problem. And the thing about it, they're not your thoughts. There's no such thing as a nice thought. There's no such thing as a bad thought. They're all evil. All evil. And there's no love in them. And you need to pay attention. You really do. So this year, I hope to do that. I'm not yelling at you. I'm just saying, I hope to do that. Otherwise, because if you don't start dealing with that, you're not going to be able to deal with life. You won't be able to deal with life. And there's nothing, not one thing, one human being can do to help you. Nobody, your mama, your daddy, your so-called friends, your enemy, they can't do anything to help you. You got to go within and live from within. 
um, otherwise, and just think about it. I realized when I was sick, uh, come on, I guess, a long time ago now, it seems. Uh, I realized, wow, I'm sick. I felt like beta. I didn't want to be sick. There was nothing I could do to make it rush and be over with. I'm like, what the? And I realized, really, there's nothing we can do in life. The ego wants you to think you can, but you can't. And so many people suffer. Last year, I talked to, in counseling especially, but not only, around the world, I talked to men and women who were literally suffering. And when I'm like, look, look around you. Don't you see that everything is fine around you? And they took a moment and looked around and realized, yeah, everything is fine. I have food on my table. I have a job. I don't have a job, but I'm still not hungry. All is well. But in their mind, they think all this is bad. But in reality, all is well. The thoughts are your problem. Really. And the only way that you're going to overcome the thoughts, you got to forgive so God can take the anger away from you. He will take the anger away. You can't take it away. You can't even pretend that you've taken it away. Because if you pretend that you, oh, I don't have anger. You hear people say, I don't have anger. Right? And, the, and you look at them wrong, they're ready to go off. Or you say the wrong things to something that hurt their ego feeling, they're ready to fight. Oh, I thought you didn't have any anger. You can't pretend with that because anger is evil. It's not of God. It's not of you. And you got to be aware, right? So you got, do what you want, but I recommend that you go, I'm going to take it. I recommend you go and forgive and live your life as an individual, not based on anyone else's life. You came in this world by yourself, unless you were a twin. And even the twin didn't come with you. The twin either came before you or right after you, right? You going out by yourself. So you need to start living as an individual. And that doesn't mean you won't help people. It doesn't mean you won't party. It doesn't mean it's just you'll be you and you won't be taken away by someone else. God love us and God love us and He's made it for us to come back to the Father. The way is made. And that's where everything is. Peace. In the Father, there's no fear, no doubt, no worry, no jealousy, no envy, no uh doubt, no fear, no none of that stuff. It's all light, it's all love. You gotta come back to him. Yes, sir. Um just reflecting on this week, how you had no show, right? You just replays. Yeah. And uh, it, it's something that after the silent prayer, I, it's like, boom, I'm right on the show every day. You and said after the silent like prayer? Like I'm in the shower and I'm listening to you guys <laughs> on the show. So this week, I was like, I, it wasn't there. Nice. And uh, I'm nice. like, all right, nice? I, I just I want to let it go. I love the show, but I want to let that go. Yeah, and not absolutely. wake up to that every morning. It's like you, an addiction. You don't want to be attached, and and it's you cannot. You don't want to be attached to anything of this world. Right. Well, I, you guys do the show, but you don't wake up and like grab your phone and listen no. to the show. And that's uh, what I've realized. And I'm trying to like, okay, maybe it's time to like just <laughs> lessen. You know, not the, do the that one so thing much. that happened for me 
You know, I have, one thing that happened is that when I was sick, I didn't look at TV. Right. I wasn't listening to the show, even when Nick guest hosted for me. Right. And <laughs> sorry, Nick. Yeah, that's trust. I tried one time to listen. It was like the last half hour of the last hour. I'm like, so I, I turned it on. I'm like, no, nah, I don't feel like listening to this. And, <laughs> not that it wasn't interesting. I'm pretty sure. But you need that downtime. I realize you that. need that quiet time. And, and it's like it doesn't want to let you have that. It does not you go from Jesse to Hake, to Ben, to Walsh. <laughs> yeah. It's like it doesn't stop. And you the only way to stop it is you got to let it go. And uh, this week has helped me hopefully kind of let it go and not be so attached to it. Absolutely. I, I want to encourage you every day, do what you want, of course, of this of course. year, yeah. have that quiet time. Just sit in your room right. or... Uh, I had another question about the silent prayer. Cause but it's been, let me just... Go ahead. <laughs> I, I feel like big mom in the room. I got... Ran through the bags. Uh, but listen, I want to encourage you to have that quiet time, even if it's just in the middle of the day, 15 or 20 minutes. You want that quiet time. The last thing, and you're going to see Satan going crazy in your head. He just talking to you, reminding you of the past that doesn't exist or of the future that doesn't exist, what you need to do. The last thing he wants you to do is to do nothing. I'm telling you. And if you doubt me, you can doubt me. Just say, just lie. I don't believe that. Do it. And you'll see. And just why? He'll go crazy and it'll feel like it's you, but it's not you. And I had a question about the silent prayer before I yeah. hand over. Um, you say all thoughts are lies, right? And while we're doing the silent prayer, we're thinking and asking God of all these nice things. Like we ask for our heart to be changed and we ask to walk in the light. And You say that while you're doing the silent prayer? In my head. And oh. I'm, and I'm like, oh, is that the thoughts that I shouldn't be trusting? Or, or so is my in your head, asking? while you're doing the silent prayer, you're still having this conversation with God in your head? Correct. And your question is what? To, to have, you know, to have real love, to walk in the light, to change my heart from stone to, you know, love. And, and it's like a, just to be peace on earth, peace of mind. And what's your question for me? What are those thoughts, lies as well? That's a number one best question so far of this year. <laughs> really? That's a whole wrong question. Wow. You get the prize. Thank you. <laughs> uh, uh, I know somebody want to respond to that. Right here. Did you hear the question? <laughs> yeah. Big Bump, you heard the question? Kind of. I didn't understand. What were your mind? Uh, no, I mean, I heard what he said, but it was Did all over the place, but... I guess uh, <laughs> it was. He want to know when he's praying, oh. you know, doing the side of prayer. Yeah. And in the head, he's saying to God, bring, bring, bring my heart from stone to love. Uh, walk in the light. He want to walk in the light. He's having this conversation with God. And the question is, should you have that? Right. 
And what'd you say? They are lies. You should just shut up and be still. Basically. That is Satan pretending to be God. So don't ask of God. He already know what you want. But I don't want you to plan not to ask either. Because words may come. But if you like plan, I'm never going to ask God anything. Then you, you're like living, living like a robot, right? I've heard you say it a lot, though. Ask him what, you know, ask him to change your heart. Oh, hold on a minute. I'm sorry. You, you've said to ask, you ask God to change you from a beta to alpha, you, you know, <laughs> things like that. That's why I'm saying don't be like a robot. Don't let me say don't ask anything, right? No, I don't. Because it may come to you to ask something. He would, you would know to ask. But that conversation in your head, that's not you. Got it. God doesn't want us to have any relationship with Satan, but he does. And so he would come ask God. He would come ask the light. If he know you're looking for the light, he'll have you standing in your head and he would pretend to be the light. So I wouldn't be having that conversation either. But again, I don't want you to think that you can never say anything. Just let it happen naturally. But while you're doing the silent prayer, Satan is as busy with you in the prayer than he is when you're not praying. Because he want to distract you. He want to always have your attention. And that's why he's going to be busy in your head while you're doing the silent prayer. And in reality, you're supposed to let it go. You are the observer, not the creator, right? Not the controller. You don't want to focus on anything. You don't want to hold, leave your glass empty. You don't even want to hold on to the truth. Don't hold on what you hear here. Don't hold on to the, when revelation comes, and it will, don't try to hold on to it. Don't leave your glass empty and he'll take care of you. Because I notice he tries to tell you that the silent prayer is not working. Yeah, absolutely. And, 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 and like you said, you don't want to, be thinking of all these different things that to ask. That's right. Absolutely. You want to avoid all talk in your head. Got it. So just, but don't, don't struggle with it or anything. Just relax. And I'm telling you, it'll blow your mind. It'll blow your fro off. Okay. Well, I blew that off the other day. <laughs> but it's a good question. Okay, thank you. All right. Um, any question about anything? Anybody? Yes. Thank you, Jesse. Happy New Year. Thank you. You too. Yes. Anyway, this is a, this is a situation. Our my mom suffered a stroke over Christmas, and I uh, I help my sister to take care of her best I can. So right, uh, the thing of it. When I pray, uh, when I sit down to pray, even in this situation, it seems like I barely feel anything, up, barely feel anything <clears throat> concerning this situation. Only that I'm aware of it. Now, is this uh, now is this the right thing to be aware of? Absolutely. <laughs> Think about this. Mama had a stroke, and I hope she recover, whatever God's will is. But Mama had a stroke. Now you're taking care of mama. And normally if you were an ego person or emotional person, you'd be crying over mama. Mama said to look like however she looks, and now you feel sorry for mama. You'll be up and down in your emotion. 
the normal way. The right way is to not feel anything about it, but to observe it. Then you see the right way to take care of her. You see what to do. God will guide you. But if you get a little emotional about it, or you get irritated at her for being sick so long, or needing so much, then you're in the dark world. You should, God, one thing I can absolutely guarantee you, God is not about your emotions. He's not about good feelings. You know how people like to make you feel good, and then they make you feel bad, and then they make you feel good, and then they make you feel bad, and then they judge you. <laughs> and then if you don't agree with them, they'll go out and badmouth you. I took care of her. I made him feel good, and now blah, 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 right? He's not about emotion. He's about perfect love. He's about right in the present so you can see what to do. Satan is about emotion, feeling good, feeling bad, feeling good. And when you feel good, it's a fake feeling too. It's fake because it just sends you up to feel bad. So you're dealing with it perfectly. So in short, true love is Loving somebody and love to let them, let them go when the time comes. And if you love them, you're not even holding on to them anyway. Mm-hmm. If you have true love, you can't hold on to anybody or anything. It's impossible because you can't love God and love your things. You can't love God and love your friends. You can't love God and love your mama, your daddy. Because we don't have love. The love that we give out once we're born again of the Father is His love. Human beings don't have love. Men and women do not have love. They can't be trusted. An angry person cannot be trusted because they don't have love. But when we're born of the Father, because in that fallen state, we're born of Satan. And so there is no love. It's only hate. My my word, it's only hate. But once you're born of the Father, then it's only love. Because he changes the heart. He said that anyone who has anger is a murderer. And if you know the people who are angry, we'll murder you. They will murder you. And then they'll say, I love you, but I'll murder you. <laughs> it's amazing. But, yeah, that's the right way. Uh, right. Thank you very much. I remember when my father aspired and, uh, I had become very close to him. Matter of fact, my father and I became one. Once I forgave my earthly father, uh, God forgave me, and then my earthly father and I be- literally became one. And when he died, because I had no anger for him or toward him or anything, when he died, I felt like it, it seemed like he didn't even die. I noticed he had a dead body, though. The body was there looking silly, right? Dry and empty. But he didn't die. But I noticed that my other family members and everybody, Christians, they were all crying and falling all out on the cassette. You ever seen people fall on the cassette? What are you falling all out on the cassette? Oh, my baby. It's all fake. It's all fake. But they feel good about being fake. Because they go after the funeral, they go have chicken, they go have some greens and stuff. Oh, that was a good funeral. Now the food tastes good, but they pretended that the funeral was good. It's all pretense in that. How many of you get your feelings hurt sometimes? You get your feelings hurt. 
Amazing. Uh, amazing. I didn't see the hands over here. All alpha males, huh? <laughs> Look at the alpha males over there. You get your feelings hurt sometimes? In the back, he had his hand in the back. I shouldn't have raised my hand. So what? I said I shouldn't have raised my hand. Oh, so what is it like to get your feelings hurt? What is it like? Um, it's like tension in your nervous system. And what can hurt your feeler? Not your private stuff, but tell me a little thing that you can say that can hurt your feelings. If you can. Um, just like imaginary circumstances, like in, in your head in the future, like you play it out, you know, it's just like going into the future and, um, uh, I don't know. Um, I do have a question about thoughts though. Okay. Um, cause I, I have a, a bit of a disagreement about all thoughts are all lies all the time. Okay. Um, so a question would be, are some thoughts truer than other thoughts? For example, you know, like what's two plus two? I don't know. You don't know? <laughs> no, uh, I mean, can some thoughts... That's lead? an intellectual thought. Uh-huh. Two plus two is four. Mm. But if you don't see for yourself that two plus two is four, somebody can make you change your mind. Have you noticed that? Somebody can make you change your mind that two plus two is four. But if you see it for yourself, then it's yours. No one can change your mind. So you're saying that's not a thought, that's just a knowing? Yeah, it's an intellectual knowing, right? Mm -hmm. And it's not something you're going to walk around with all day thinking two plus two is four. (laughs) It's a tool like that you use to work with, and when you're done with it, you put it away. But some, can some thoughts point you in the direction of perfect love? Like, can you think thoughts that are more in alignment with uh, God than... Like, not one. Not one? Not one. Really? And, be, and it's so deep because until you're born other father, you can't even imagine his ways. Satan come up with ways that make it seem like it's God's way, but it's not. You have to de- you have to de- see the truth in the moment. Once you come back to Him, you will see the truth in the present because you're going to be of the truth, and it ain't nothing like what you think. Not zero. So no, you can't imagine that. You can't. You can put all the two plus twos together, and it won't work. No, sir. Not one thought. Now, and I want you guys to understand that. Not one thought is of God. You can't think about what it's like to be of God. Only he will show you the truth. It's so interesting, but it's so nice. Because that's the difference between the darkness and the light. No, you can't think at all what he's about. So when you think the thought all is well, that's not like a true thought? Right. You have to see that all is well. Hmm. I'm not yet convinced. But nice. I'm, I'm on my way. Right on. And and you don't don't ever let a human being convince you. Mm-hmm. You because if a human being convince you, then that's your God. 
You want to see it for yourself. That's why you should seek the kingdom of God in his right way. And all will be added. He will show you. Because if you're truly seeking, and there are a lot of people who say, oh, yeah, I'm seeking, I'm seeking, right? They're not really seeking. But there are those who are truly seeking, and they, they shall find. You will, you will find it. He will show you. All right? Thank you. Okay. Amazing. Who else get hurt? Do you want to talk to the mic? Sure. Did you have your hand? I, when you asked, I, I said me. Oh, okay. You get your feelings hurt sometimes? All the time. <laughs> All the time. What a mess. Talk about being enslaved to words. That I'm working on it. That's right. And so what little thing, not personal thing, that can hurt your feelings? Um, just, uh... Speaking to my... Like last time when he talked about animals, which oh yeah, he's here. I'm, I apologize for getting mad, but um, <laughs> that hurt my feelings. And why did that hurt your feelings? I think because I struggle with ego. It's uh, part of the anger. So the anger is like this root, and then you have different branches. Right. So anger, ego, ego. It just hurt my feelings. And so since you know that it's ego, why do you continue to go along with it? I don't know. Have you ever thought about that? Yes. Okay. I have. Amazing. Anybody else had a hand about feelings there? Yes, sir. What could, and I'll come back to you. Okay. Uh, when other people define me as something, and uh, I, I feel empty. When other people define you as something, you feel empty? Yeah. Can you give me an example? Um, well, well, my dad will call me names, and, and I just, it makes me feel empty. Just, oh, I see. Yeah. So your father would call your name, and that makes you feel empty? Yeah. Oh, okay. And it hurts your feelings? Yeah. Oh, Okay. Amazing. Sometimes, not all, not always. Some, sometimes it doesn't, but How sometimes it does. How old am I? I'm thirty-nine. So, what is it like at thirty-nine to get your feelings hurt? What is that like for you? What do you think about that? Uh, I mean, like, how does it feel? Or I mean, knowing this, that you're thirty-nine and still getting your feelings hurt. Um. I mean, like in the moment when my like, how do I feel, or or how why do I think about that? Yeah. Well, what do I think of that? Do you I, like I, run in the corner? Let's say your father hurts your feelings, right? And do you run in the corner and start crying and say, "Oh, he hurt my feelings"? No, I mean, I mean, I just I keep going, but I, you know, I feel I just feel empty and uh, like like it feels horrific. You know, it feels like some kind of like horrific. Doom and gloom type thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's amazing. All right. Amazing. The young lady right behind you want to respond. <laughs> Do you ever get your feelings hurt? I think I'm getting better about not having my feelings hurt. You, I think for a while I really struggled with it. But, yeah, I think as I've been learning and growing and, like, working on myself that I'll just like notice 
myself like getting upset and then I just kind of let it go. So you still get your feelings hurt sometimes. I don't think I yeah, I don't think I've like actually been dwelling on it, but like I think for a while like if someone said something that was like a little bit more abrasive, like I'll think that's angry and I'll be so like, what, speak up for me. I'll like think that's like anger or something. Like I just have a hard time with like people yelling, so you I, I don't hear what you say. You said if it's <laughs> if it's abrasive. Yeah, if someone's if, being like a little more abrasive or um, uh, do you get can can Hassan hurt your feelings? Sometimes. <laughs> and and why? I think, um, and this is something that I'm working on, like, if he's, like, disciplining, right, or... Is he disciplining? Or, like, just correcting me, like, <laughs> correcting me, right? Like, yeah. I think that's something that I still struggle with, so it's kind of allowing him to, like, take that lead and, like, not get my emotions, like, mixed up, right? Like, not taking it personally, like, he's attacking me, but more so in a sense of, like... I'm correcting you so that way I can like lead you. Right. Amazing. Yeah. Amber, can you get your feelings hurt? I can't imagine you get your feelings hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I've noticed that I think words don't affect me anymore as much as they used to. But so when it is like my feelings get hurt, it's because I'm in my imagination and yeah. I'm believing a thought. But as far as like, like words in general, I it doesn't really affect me anymore. It used to, but right on. The one reason because this is about becoming a man, right? Your own man this year, become your own man. The reason I bring that up because I used to be a beta, 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 beta wimpy person. I used to want a, a sign that says "wimpy wimp wimp." Here. Really, I'm telling you so. But I want you to know that I didn't know then, like I know now, that in real reality, it is impossible to hurt your feelings. It's impossible. Because in him, there are, there, there are no feelings. The thing that's being hurt is the not you. It's the ego that talk and feel like it's you. And because you are identifying with it, you think you are being hurt. And that's what it wants you to think. But in God, when you're aligned with God, when you're one with him, you cannot be hurt. And I'm a witness. And I didn't know it until he changed it. I'm, but I'm going to tell you, because I used to be a whip. I used to have a female boss a long time ago, and I can't tell you what she made me do once. <laughs> I used to tell that story, but I'm embarrassed to tell it now. <laughs> you remember the story? Yes. Uh, white people already remember other people's stories. <laughs> Especially if they're black. <laughs> but I was so wimpy. And I was a, a, a union. I was working for the union as a union organizer. Right? And I had a female boss. I can't tell you what she said. And um, so I used to be a wimp. And I didn't know that you could live a life and you're supposed to live a life. Christ came so you could live a life. That's why you were born again to live this life, where you're not affected at all by the world. 
either this dark world in your mind or the outer world. That's in others. But when you're in the light of God, you cannot be hurt. No such thing because you have no feelings. You really don't have any feelings. Whatever, right? But this thing that's being hurt, and I'm just telling you this so you hopefully think about it when you, next time the feeling comes. Because you got to become your own man, your own woman this year. People are too weak. Um, so the next time somebody hurt your feelings, just know that's not you. That's the ego in you. And the ego wants you to identify with it so you can judge them or you can lash out at them or you can treat them a certain way or you judge yourself. That's not you. That is the nature of Satan that made a home in us. That spirit makes a home in us when we become angry. There's no such thing as being insecure or shy or worried or getting your little feelings hurt. Just think about it. Everybody, everybody crazy, so everybody gets a feeling hurt, right? So it's all ego. That's not real, folks. That's not you. You got to stop identifying with the ego. When the thoughts come, I don't care what it's about, and the pain come, relax and let it go. And then you see the truth right in front of you. It's impossible to hurt your feelings when you're in the light. You'll feel it get hurt when you think, and then you believe, and then you feel, and while you're believing it, you know, like you're overreacting to a situation, right? And you're believing it, Satan is dumping on you. Those little demons that's laying around, sleeping, waiting for a job to do. So the moment you believe it, and you're overreacting to the feeling, Satan go and get those little demons that's laying around the wall, or, or next, in the kitchen, wherever you y'all come and dump some more on him. And while you're overreacting, he's throwing on you again. Now, you, now you're like out of it. Because you're not seeing what's going on. Does that make sense a little bit? It's not you. It's your ego. Really. So stop judging. Stop judging yourself. Stop believing in the ego. And that's what love is all about. about. The love is the light unto your feet. That's why he changes the heart so he can change everything for you, bring you out of the darkness into the light. But you have to give up. You have to be all in. You got to give up everything. Yes. How do you become an individual? Nice. That's another home run. I wish I had a prize to give out. <laughs> really. That's come from Samuel the Messing Cowboy Boy. That, that, you deserve, we need a prize. <laughs> give him a mug. Oh man, it's the perfect, perfect. Uh, I, I, my friend, way over in the corner, want to tell you. No wonder you clean a car so well, man. Yes. I don't know the question. What was the question? Ask the question again. How do you become an individual? You go against the crowd. Whichever way the mob is going, you go the opposite way. Okay. Did that help? <laughs> I like to hear different people. Right. Big Bob want to. 
Um, first off, by getting to know yourself. By getting to know yourself? Yeah. Okay. Uh, what do you say, Chris? Chris is back. Hey, what's up? Um, <laughs> how do you become an individual? Yeah, uh, I would piggyback off what Big Bump said. You you get to know yourself, and it's sort of – it's all revealed to you in time. I don't think, you know, you just wake up wherever you are and you're like, ah, yes, I'm, I'm, an, indiv- I'm an individual. Hey, <laughs> would you look at that? Uh, I think it's somewhat of a gradual – a gradual process, but even in even in the process, I, I would say that's in and of itself. You know, being an individual, it's just you're aware uh, of becoming. Basically, it's like you're in a state of becoming, but in so doing, you are being an individual. Well, is Irma's here? Oh, and Irma's want to tell you, and Nick want to tell you that I put my little two cents in. The anchor baby is dying to tell you. The anchor baby is supposed to start his show this week, right? And, uh, <laughs> well, I don't know if I'd be applauding that fast. <laughs> and more detail to the story. <laughs> uh, but I'll get to the anchor baby. He'll tell you I was going to. Yes. You- oh, uh, how do you become an individual? Right? Is that the question? Yeah. How do you become an individual? That's a good question. And actually, I was going to tell you, I, I do like the theme, your theme for this year. Yeah. Um, it's so, God gave me this thing. You know how the Christians say, oh, this is from the Lord. <laughs> this is truly from God. <laughs> yes. I mean, that's something that I'm working on. Um, and I do have a follow-up question, but I think you have to break free from any illusions that you have about yourself and not rely on another person to guide you or tell you what the truth is. You just have to kind of discover it for yourself. Um, the first part of that is deep. Really. And, and not that the last part was wrong, but the first part is deep. Every human being with an ego have a false illusion about themselves. You have a false illusion about yourself. It's fake. It's false. It's not real. And you, and in order to become an individual, in order to become a man, that illusion must disappear. And it will. I'm telling you, it will. I can't even believe I'm telling you this. Because just think about it. I'm from Alabama, a plantation. I speak black. I'm not, I don't have any degree, but God loved me. And I didn't know all this until it happened. Everything you think about yourself and others is an illusion. And each individual has a false impression of themselves. It's not real. It's just not real. That's deep. But can you hold that, your question until I get, is it about this? It's related to it. Okay. I, yeah, I can hold it. Okay, and then I'll come back yeah. because I want to hear what the anchor baby had to say. How do you become an individual? Well, I mean, kind of answered it, didn't you? <laughs> what? What did you say? You kind of said it. But well, what was I, it? I missed it. I, you, Who I said it, me with, or him? 
Yeah, well, you were saying how it was deep that we have a false illusion of ourselves. I right. was going to say that. We, well, how do you how do you become though not that false illusion, but the real deal? Oh, that's a very good question. Well, the thing is, is that I've it is like deep, yeah, but yet so sweet. It is love. Really, really. It's love. It really is love. Yeah. Okay. As I've grown and matured, I've seen that throughout life. I identified with all sorts of stuff. It could be something small or big, like anything, a, a thought, an idea, philosophy, music, anything. Yeah. And, uh, um, as I've grown and matured, I've just seen that all that is not me, that it's just, just false. And so when you don't go along with all those things, you end up being an individual by just by proxy. Okay. By proxy? Yeah. What does that mean? By Don't by mean you little big white words. <laughs> by proxy. Oh, tell me what, about your show. Why you have the mic? Uh, well, we were scheduled for, what, January 3rd, tomorrow, but let's wait till the end of the week and we'll have a more definite start date as we transition me from producer to my own show. But I'll have a more definite start time by the end of the week. <laughs> he black. <laughs> black people don't start on time. Mexicans don't either. Did you know sometimes, did you know that it's a thing now if a party, and I'm just finding this out. If a party starts at six, the thing is to to not get there before eight. Am I right about that? that, Where did that come from? If I tell you I'm having my party at six, I expect you to be there at six. Why start a party at six and ain't nobody there? But the thing is to be late, intentionally be late. It's not like because you had an accident. It's like I'm intentionally getting there late. Isn't that amazing? Anybody ever done that? Nick, <laughs> you're holding your hands very tight instead of listening now. Let me tell you Irma's second part, then I'll come back to him. Okay. And then I'll come back to you, buddy. So my question is, um, can you be an individual and let's say, can, how, uh, yeah, can you attend like a gathering, whether it be church or an event, where you have someone else teaching you, like a teacher, right, or a uh, authority figure. Can you be an individual and not put that person on a pedestal if you're going to someone else for answers? If you're an individual, you can. Okay. But if you have that person on a pedestal in any form or any fashion, you can't. And you just go from one person to another person and another person, and now you're swimming in the head. And that's remind me, I want this year, I want to take away the word Reverend from my, from my, because titles are fake. Did you know that? Title is a worldly word and it's set up to deceive you. Those words. Oh, my name is Doctor. I don't, I'm just Jesse. So this year, just Jesse. No title. I'm as same just, just the mind thing. If I if I wasn't dealing with or going through, I wouldn't know to tell you that it exists. All right. So when somebody say I'm doctor so and so and so and so, don't just let them give you the vaccine. <laughs> okay. Ask questions. Never put anyone above you. We're all the same. We're all born in sin. 
We all have to overcome it the same way if we overcome it. That makes sense? So, absolutely. If you're an individual, it will be impossible for anyone to control you. And, and, and you'll hear what they have to say, and if it makes sense, oh, that's cool, I'll use that. But you will never attach yourself to that person if you're an individual. All right? Yes, sir? So, uh, I'm figuring out what you believe, and you are what you do. Just like you are what you eat. He had his hand up over there, too. I got it, Mama. No, I saw him. Believe me, if I didn't see him, he'd be yelling. Um, is it about the individual thing? Yeah. Oh, okay. Isn't this like a, such a good question? Each and every one of you could be an individual. And then we fellowship together, we still can party together and have fun, but you don't attach. You won't attach, but you en- I'm enjoying life, like not going nowhere. But I don't attach anymore. And I don't try to make myself not attach. I'm gonna tell you all about that too. Yes. In the YouTube chat, Malkuth asks asks, How can you become an individual if there is no you? Interesting question. Nice question, Matthew X. Another brand. What? Another brand. What? Another brand. English. <laughs> Another prize. <laughs> That's a nice prize, but it's not a home run prize. Let me. Okay. That's a good question. Yeah. It is, but, but it's attached to your. And I'm, when I explain, it's going to all come to you. But I think there is a you. You do? Yeah. And I, where is it? It's inside of me. Are you in there? Yeah. What does it look like? Right. You, you, you just see my body, right? Uh-huh. But inside of me, there's a light that God put there, and that's me. And Oh, I, I see what you're saying. Hold that thought. That. Hold that thought. All right. I want to milk this a little bit more. Okay. All right. Doug want to respond. And then... What am I responding to? <laughs> How do you become an individual? So I said, be your own man. And I'm glad you fellowship because I want you to, it's time to get up off the, if you. <laughs> yeah, yes. My, my, my grandparents and other older people used to use this, so I won't use the bad part of what they say. They, they would say either, Pee or get off the pot. You ever heard that? It's time for y'all to either pee or get off the pot. It's ridiculous. Not on the street. Not on the street. That's right. How do you become an individual? Um, Your own man. Add to what some of the other people said, I would say that I would say that you have to get to know yourself, get to know who you are, Um, keep your eyes on yourself. Not on what the world does is they look at everybody else. I blame them. I blame them for that's why you can't do that. You can't do what the world does. You have to do the things that somebody said it do the opposite in a way. So keep your eyes on yourself. Uh, Realize that those thoughts aren't true. Um, Those type of things. And eventually you'll discover that there is no you. There's there's something 
that's working through you, but there is no real you. Do you do you see clearly that the ego is not you, or do you forget at times? I, f- I forget at times. I'll, I'll, sometimes I'm in my head, and but one thing I've noticed about me is that I'll be in my head for a brief moment, realize, sometimes I'll realize I'm in a thought, sometimes I just realize I don't feel well, and I'll just kind of let go. Yeah. So, so I think because I've done, I've done it so long in my life that my first reaction is to, in some cases, not every case, but to go directly into my head. Oh, nice. Not, I mean, like I said, after a few minutes or after the pain, after I notice pain, then I realize that that ain't the way to go. All right. Hassan, did you have your hand? Yeah. Okay. Yes, sir. I saw this movie. Did I tell you I saw Killer, not Killer Jesus, but Jesus of Nazareth? And he looked just like Hassan. And then all the folks in the town, everywhere Jesus went, it was just Hassan folks. I'm like, I thought, wasn't Jesus like a Jew or something? I ain't seen no Jew people. I saw his people. They all look like him. And, go ahead. Yes, sir. No, it, it remind me of you. Amazing. Amazing. Um, you know that song that you did where you looking out over the mountain and you have on a white robe and you're playing Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all see that picture? He looked just like Jesus. But it reminded me of that. Go ahead. Uh. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, to respond to the Malcolm X, or what's the guy's name? Oh, Malcolm, Malcolm X. X. Uh, yeah. Um once we realize there is no you, that's when God is able to give you the individuality of what he meant for you to be. Um, but as long as we think there is us, that's the ego and that's the everything we identified with. So it's, blo- it's actually blocking us from being able to be an indiv- individual that God meant us to be. Absolutely. And to add to that, so this is how, so now, yes, sir. So I like what Hassan said, um, and I, it confirms to me that there is a you inside of each and all of us because that awareness, that light that's in me, I humble myself towards God now that I know the truth and now that I want was right yeah. but in when I was falling away from God I had that pr- that pride <clears throat> and, and that spirit of that I thought that I could control everything in my life but then that brings me to another that part that I think and because that you is inside of all of us and inside of me, I'll, I'll just talk about myself, that I see it in myself, is that I know I do have some control over my life. Um, for example, doing not doing wrong, not going on the wrong path. I know I have that power, and that's because that's that light that's in me. And that light comes from God. So to walk the narrow path is is easy when you have that light of God that's given 
from God, and I totally understand where it comes from. And I don't shy away from it. I don't run from it. I don't try to, I don't even question it. Right on. So Amazing. So I think we, well, for myself, I, if anybody has anything to add to that or question, I think it's a good question to, to get into if there is a you, like deep down. That's deep. I love the fact you guys and ladies are thinking a little bit. When I say thinking, paying attention to yourself. I, I'm, but you gotta, you gotta be, you gotta, it's a, you're right, but a little bit more that I'm gonna add to that. Alright? Uh, Adriana wanna respond. How do you, oh, I wanted to ask you, do you ever get your feelings hurt? I've had, I have in the past, but most recently I've, um, gotten really clear just like about the ego. And, and so you're starting to realize that hurt thing is not you, it's not happening to you. No. Yeah. And, and most recently, I've I've gotten clear on that God is the only authority above us. Okay. That's it. That's it. No one else has authority over other people, and um, and the only authority over me is God. And I was a person who did, um, you know, put you on a, as a pedestal and <coughs> did see you as a leader. And I'm grateful that now I can see you as a person and not as yes, a leader. Jesse. Just Jesse. And the message that comes is not coming from yeah. Jesse, it's coming from God to you. To return to the Father, forgive. And you got it. That's what this young lady was saying. When she heard the message, it awakened something in her. Mm-hmm. No human being can do that. No human being. No drugs, no alcohol, no pot. We still have potheads. I have a question about that, though. What? I was wondering, can you be saved and also have a vice? Yes. Because okay. he will fight the vice for you. We can't do anything about it. Okay. Absolutely. Um, yes, to your question. Absolutely. This young man had his hand. Then I want to put in the individual thing. Yeah, I wanted to respond to the individuality and also um, uh, getting your feelings hurt. First of all, when you're an individual, you understand what your mission is. You right is, now? Uh, when you're an individual, you understand what your mission is, and that is to spread light. The only way you can become an individual is to forget what you heard about from anybody else, because when somebody's trying to hurt you, going back to your feelings getting hurt, their feelings are hurt, and yeah. they want to bring you down to it. It's like the old saying goes, misery loves company. So yeah. whenever somebody wants to try to bring you down and talk down to you, they ultimately did that to themselves. Absolutely. They're, the same hell you're dealing with, that's what they're dealing with. That's what they're dealing that's with. That's why they're trying to hurt you. Yeah. They have no love. They have no Zero love. Zero love. For example, you know, before I was coming over here, um, you know, I had a conversation with my mother, and she was kind of discouraging me. She's not at church today, and I am. I I woke up, and my first thought was just to come here um, so that, you know, there, there's fellowship. And... Like I said, like my feelings did get a little bit hurt. I'm not going to lie to you. But once I realized, wait, she's hurt and she's just trying to bring that on to me, then it just it passed away. It was like it was gone. Absolutely. It was gone. The one thing I want you to know, and without a doubt, once you get to really see what's going on with you, it starts with you. And it starts with then, right? Once you see what's going on with you. It's gonna, you can't help but see what's going on with others. You won't be able not to see it. 
You don't have to get high and not see it. (laughs) You just have to be so high you fall asleep and not see it, right? (laughs) But you will see what's going on with them because it's the same battle. And that, and then by seeing it, you will not get angry. You won't judge them for it because you see that this thing trying to drive you, right? It's driving you when you believe it. It will cause you to understand them. Then they cannot cause you to become angry. Right. You and would love even your enemy yep, you'll by not getting your, angry. You'll love your enemy, and then at the same time, whatever they say to you, you can just I, – what I like to do is I like to laugh about it. So whenever I'm, like, in a heated debate or something and somebody says, oh, well, you're a coon, I'll be like, yeah, I'm a proud one at that. So, yeah, I'm, yeah, okay. I'm proud to be that way. And Right on, man. And I, so then, I got to move on, boy. Yeah, I know. So whatever they say, it just, it just passes away. Yes. Thank you, nobody. You're, you're right. You're absolutely right. I was going to say, it's also a spirit. Like, I realize how when you connect with somebody and they're on, like, a, they're upset or they have anger, you can feel it, and then you take that with you. Yeah. And then you pass it on to somebody else when you're talking or you're engaging in those type of whatever conversations, and then it just passes on from person to person. And that's how the spirit moves through us. The, the negative, the evil. So what now? Yeah, like a virus. Satan is like a virus. That's for sure. It works through us. Yeah. So the question that Adriana asked, if you can be born again and have a vice. Yes. I would like to throw that question because I want to hear. Can I throw it to Delaney? Who is Delaney? Oh, oh, that's a good one, man. Next time I'll throw it to you. Good question. Okay. You want to respond, Delaney? All right. Yes. <laughs> and um, so uh, I got uh, a word out of time. Why do you think that? And the reason I ask you is because um, I respect that you read the Bible and you know the Bible yeah. a little better than, than myself. At least I could tell. So why do you think that? Well, the question is related to something I think Jesse talks about a lot, which is maybe why you're asking the question, which is that once you're born again in the Spirit, you do not sin, right? Maybe it's related to that topic, right? But my understanding of that idea is that uh, you don't go on sinning, right? Once you're born of the Spirit uh, and you leave uh, the mother's womb and you're born of the Father, then you don't go on sinning. You might have a vice of some kind, but you, you know that that's uh, something that God doesn't want. Uh, you confess it. You repent of it. You ask God to come in and take that away. Jesus said in his movie that the vice of the flesh is nothing compared to the vice of the heart. Isn't that deep? The vice of the flesh is nothing compared to the vice of the heart. That's why God must change your heart. If your heart don't change, you can hang it up and have soup. But Yes, sir. And then I got to add it because my time is running. Lord, y'all really fellowshipping today, and I totally love it. But I'm trying to start on time right and end on time. <laughs> so what? About and that way. What is the end time? The revelation. <laughs> <laughs> and end on time. Yes, sir. I just want to add to... Uh, the vice thing it really helped me when you said 
not to judge yourself when, yeah. when you continue engaging in the whatever you're doing that you know to be wrong. If you, you know, observe and just because I, you know, I, I had a lot of vices and they've all been kind of falling away slowly but surely. Right on. You know, by doing the silent prayer and um, just relaxing, taking it easy and being easy on myself. You know, we need the help of the father. Because everything is spiritual, right? And so we need to start at the beginning, not at the end. Try to avoid them, of course, but we need to start. We need the Father help. It's all spiritual. It's not physical. Nothing about what we're dealing with is physical. And we can't change anything. We need the Father. That's why we must return to the Father and be born of the Spirit of the Father. And then the Spirit of the Father will get everything done. Because you'll let go and you'll give up and you'll get everything done. But let me do this and then, because I want to, and I'll try to get to yours today. I'm looking at the clock and I want to try to end on time. I said, I'm going to do it right the first day at least. And then the rest of the year we'll start late and we'll end late. And that way Chris and Doug won't be able to judge me today. They won't say, oh, he started a year out late. And he went over. But Here's how you become an individual and just add to what's been said. You stay in the light. You stay in the light. That's why when you do the silent prayer, hold on to no thoughts. That's why when you're, when you're walking down the road, be with you walking down the road instead of thinking about what's going to happen at the end of the road or what happened before you got on the road. When you're driving your car, in the light, you will become an individual. And, and he's right in that in you is the light. You are a living being. You are life. You are life, light of God. And when you become one with the God, then you, with the Father, you will live by the light. That's the real you. You're life, and you're not supposed to be struggling with anything you're just supposed to be living and, and life just goes through you. The good or the bad, the up or the down or whatever, right? And you don't care about it. You don't think about it at all because you're with the Father now. He will cause you. And then if you ever are tempted by the ego thing, you'll see it right away and let it go. Because now you're familiar with the light. We, God breathed life into us. He breathed life and we became a living being. And the real person is the light of God, illuminated by the light of God once you become one. You're not anything else but that. It's just that this ego thing is not you. It's the spirit that made a home in you when you became judgmental, when you became angry. Stop identifying with it. And Christ came so that we can return to the life. We can return to the light so we can overcome the darkness. And unless you get to really see that you're not the ego thing that's happening, all this, these thoughts and pain that happens to you, and it just, sometimes you can get the pain in the chest or in your belly, and it's like pulling you to do what you don't want to do. You just want to die. You ever had that? Like, it's, that's not you. The only reason it's so powerful on you, or what it seems like a power, because it has no power, is because you have identified with it as you. You think it's you, and it's not. 
And it's kind of sad a little bit because we are children of God. But you must be born so you can see that you're not no longer children of Satan. Christ came, he made it all possible, but you can't figure out how to do this. You just have to be still and allow him to do it. There's nothing you can do. You got to let go. Let go and just let life happen. Don't run away from anything. Let it go through you. Don't put up a wall. Just relax and let it go through you. And Satan will tell you, oh, what are they going to think? What are they going to say? You're going to lose this and you're going to lose that. To hell with that. Let it go through you. Do not, because if you put up a wall against life, against situations, it's going to stay inside of you and destroy you. But if you don't put up a wall and just let it pass, don't fight against it, it really deserves no response. It deserves no response. Just let it go through you. And say no word in your mind like overtime about the outcome. Don't believe him. God is with us. He loves us. That's how you become an individual. Your own man. Because you're now one with the life, the light, and it is in us. The kingdom of heaven is there. But you cannot have any identity with nothing else. You're either of the light or you're of the darkness. That's just the way it is. You're of the light or you're of the darkness. Do not identify anything else as you. You're not your career. You're not your title. You're not your money. You're not anything. Whatever you identify yourself with, stop it. That's not who you are. You are life. And you're just supposed to live life. Really. That makes sense a little bit. Just live your life. You are life. Stop having an opinion. Have no opinion. It's a beautiful way to live. So let the ego pass. And, and, and let, because ego is evil. I can't tell you how much is evil. The fear you have, I mentioned this last time, the fear you have, that's not your fear. That's Satan's fear. And he fear and tremble at the point that you may be still and know the truth. He fear and tremble that you may get a little light. Because when you get a little light, that's it. You're on your way. You can't be in the, in the light and then go back to the darkness. Because the light shines on the darkness and you will see it and you will overcome it. That's why some people get it. Yeah, they may fall into the ego sometimes, but they know it's the ego. Say, but let me take this one first, and then I'll try to... Okay. Right. That makes sense a little bit? And listen, oh, and then i take this too. Stay out of your head. It's not you. And you can have friends and things like that, but don't attack yourself to your friends. Because they'll turn on you. They'll deal with the same struggle, and then you're going to trip out. You trip out. But if you're not attached to them, you say, oh, I wish you well. All right? Okay. In the YouTube chat, Michelle67 says, you have to be careful not to use, not judging yourself as permission to continue. 
to continue doing what your vices, I guess. Oh, I'm not judging myself. I'm just going to keep doing my vices. No, you don't do that either. You try to avoid it, but just don't judge it. Yeah. Another uh, quick super chat from Umuru says, asks, can women be individuals, Jesse? Should, Absolutely. Should married women be extensions of husbands? What about single women? <clears throat> a married woman or unmarried woman can be an individual. Because if you're married and you love what's right with all your heart, soul, and might, there's no fight between you and your husband. You naturally fall. Follow your husband. No fight, no ego, no nothing. And, and, and then Satan would say, well, what about if he make a bad decision? You hear the Christian women say that? What about, I follow my husband. What about he tell me the wrong thing? You don't think that way because you're in the light. And God's not going to let you go that way. And you're with the right husband anyway because he was given to you by God. That makes sense? So you see, these Christian women that say, well, I follow my husband long as he's doing the right thing. Or long as he says, what kind of mind is that? We don't even know what the right thing is until we see it. It has to be shown because you can't have an impression of right or wrong. It's all ego to have that impression too. Anyway, you done, James? Okay. Sammy, uh, would you be willing to change your wording and not use the word individual? Because what I'm hearing Jesse say is you want to find the real you, not just go against the grain. So if you're in a group with a bunch of people that are in the light, like why would you want to go against that? Why would you want to be alone and individual? You really want to really be the real you. I'm sorry, I don't understand what you're saying. I, I hear the word individual a lot. And I'm thinking that's like the wrong word. It's not the right word to use. Why do you, you think that's the wrong word? So let's say there are people who will cut their genitals off because they want to be an individual. They want to be different. They, they dye, dye their hair blue. You can think of anything else to cut off my hair. <laughs> but they're individual, right? No one else finger, is doing that. toe. <laughs> okay, well, those people will say, I'm being very individual. I'm, I'm, that's the real me. So instead of using the word individual, can we say, I want to find the real me? Because if you're in a group with, you're in a large group of people who are in the light, you don't want to leave that group. You don't want to be an individual against. You don't want to leave the group that is in the light? Yeah, let's say. Why you, not? Because they're in the light. You want to be, you don't want to be away from that. Individual for away but from if that. you are in the light, which is only coming from God and no nothing else and nowhere else, why wouldn't you want to lead that group? Okay, let's say, do you want to be an individual against God? No, you're in the light with God. You want to be with Him. That doesn't make you an individual. Am I missing something? What? You know what he said? Yep. He's speaking. Um, the real you, I think, is a, is a better word to use. You want to find the real you because that's what God wants you to be. But you're never going to find God until you, you're not going to find God as a group. Possibly. But what if your group? You as an individual got to pull away from the world. That's true. And be alone to find God. And if you're unwilling to give up the group or you're unwilling to be alone, you're not going to find God. Because okay. you are identifying with something else or somebody else and that's your God. What if you're in a very godly family? 
No such thing. Zero. Okay, so, so if I'm by myself, I say I want to remove myself. Like over the holiday, I didn't want to be with my family. I told myself, you know, I'm not going to take any invitations. I'm going to stay home. I thought I was by myself and an individual, but I was actually on Instagram, like filling my head with all random stuff. And I was a slave to a bigger group. So right. instead of being an individual, I think it's impossible to be by yourself. I think you need to find a group. No. Well, you would never know God. You know about him, but you would never know him. But because if, if you, are, you are getting your ego fulfillment from the outer source, because to become an individual, you can't even reach out for help at all from anyone or anything. True. And so... If you're going to reach out to your group, you're not going to find God. That's the first step. I agree. But then the next step, would the next step be to find other individuals who have the same life no. beliefs you do? No. And live happy there? No. no. So you want to because be by yourself? <laughs> you said, do you want to be by yourself? Yeah. Do you want to be by yourself? Is that where But you're not alone. Him? You're with the Father. And in Him, there's no loneliness, no neediness, no sadness, no anger or fear or doubt or worry, no anything but love, but light. And, is that and so what, you're not going to want for anything out here in the world. And that doesn't mean you don't get with people, have fun and eat some chicken and be late for the party and however you want to do it, right? But your identity is completely coming from God. Okay, so when you counsel married couples, do you tell them they have to be an individual? Or what if one of them is actually really godly, really close to the light? Wouldn't being close to that person actually help the other individual? No. And the pair would be better. Being the light of the world will help so that they can see. Okay, so that's being an individual is... The demand is required to be by yourself. If you want to be of God. Okay. Now, that doesn't mean that you're going to be so holy that you can't play with folks, and, but you can take it or leave it. You, you don't need it at all. You don't long for it if it's not around. You're not lonely if you're by yourself. You have no fear. You don't care what others think. And, and all that is gone. Yeah, I get that, yeah. And so you can take it or leave it. So let's say you didn't go to, and I got to end. Sorry, I'm going to end this thing come hell or high water. And high water has risen. And I know a lot of people want to say something, and I do appreciate it, but we got to end. So listen, here's what I recommend just to go over a little bit. Do this, stay with the prayer. It's up to you. Stay with the prayer and just observe those thoughts. Be aware this year so that when you're out and about, you're not, your body is here, but your mind is somewhere else. Either in the past, which doesn't exist, or in the future, which doesn't exist. To become a son or daughter of God, you must become alone. You must be willing to endure. Let it go. You are not your ego. All right, And then once you see what's going on with you, you're going to understand clearly what's going on with others. So I, def- I, I want to encourage you to do the silent prayer. 
Stay with it. I don't care what happened with anybody else. And if you let it go, don't hold on to anything. All right? It's going to blow your mind. Become an individual. Become your own man. You ain't going to make it unless you become it. Even in my beta days, because I was taught by my example, my parents and grandparents, boy, be your own man. What's wrong with you? Be your own man. That was one of the best things they ever taught me. Even though I wasn't always that way until things changed in my life. But you got to be your own man. All right? Here's the, uh, the uh, biblical question for this week. Uh, what's the biblical question, Nick? How many thoughts do you get per day? Yeah. I want you to pay attention to how many thoughts you get per day. All right? That's the biblical question. Isn't that amazing? So what? Yeah. <laughs> it's an assignment. I'm encouraging you. It's going to blow your mind. Pay attention to how many thoughts you get a day, per day. All right? Right, Nick? Okay. So, I'm out of time. Let's see announcement. Men's form this week. Nice. Men's form this Thursday at 7 p.m. All men are invited. And I encourage you to come. Um, is there a service? Yes, Nick. The strike. What? Oh, so apparently I got a YouTube strike. And so we won't be on YouTube until Thursday or Friday. Yeah, Thursday. So we'll be live. I don't know, I wasn't even here. I'm like, how am I going to strike? I'm not even there. (laughs) But I got a strike, so we'll be on all the other channels. Odyssey. You'll still be able to call in. You'll be able to call in. Everything else will be normal. We just won't be on YouTube. My show won't. Until Thursday or Friday. But you're going to be on Spotify? I, yeah, I'll be on everything but YouTube. Okay. They punishing me for one week for something I didn't do. I was at home. <laughs> so, um, so thank you all so much for your support last year. It was amazing. We got a lot done. And I'll keep you updated as to what we're going what we're gonna to do. Uh, hate us, uh, check out Hate Show next week, tomorrow, right after my show, the Hake, H-A-K-E-Report.com from 9 to 11 a.m., all right? I'll be on live. I just won't be on YouTube, but I will be on, all right? And we'll do the D-Lives and Super Chats tomorrow, right, James? Yes. Okay, D-Lives and Super Chats tomorrow. I wish you well, folks. This could be an amazing year for you, or it could be a year of hell. <laughs> it's up to you. <laughs> It's totally up to you. Thank you for tuning in. Have a good one. I'm done. I made it. Oh, I forgot. Tell them to leave it on for one minute. Not to turn it off. I want to end this meeting with this. Huh? Nice. And speaking of, oh, excuse me. I know, Bahu. Come on, Chris. This is a perfect example of what a man is. This is Thank the you. if. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Come over here. Sure. So they can see you over the camera. Okay. 
All right. This is If by Rudyard if Kipling. If you could do this, you are a man, my son. Amazing poem. Uh, let's see here. If you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you. If you can trust yourself when all men doubt you but make allowance for their doubting too. If you can wait and not be tired by waiting or being lied about, don't deal in lies. Or being hated, don't give way to hating. And yet don't look too good nor talk too wise. If you can dream and not make dreams your master. If you can think and not make thoughts your aim. If you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two imposters just the same. If you can bear to hear the truth you've spoken, twisted by knaves to make a trap for fools, or which the things you gave your life to, broken, and stoop and build them up with worn-out tools. If you can make one heap of all your winnings and risk it on one turn of pitch and toss and lose and start again at your beginnings, and never breathe a word about your loss. If you can force your heart and nerve and sinew to serve your turn long after they are gone, and so hold on where there is nothing in you except the will which says to them, hold on. If you can talk with crowds and keep your virtue, or walk with kings, nor lose the common touch. If neither foes nor loving friends can hurt you, if all men count with you but none too much, If you can fill the unforgiving minute with 60 seconds worth of distance run, yours is the earth and everything that's in it, and, which is more, you'll be a man, my son. Amazing. Isn't that nice? Amazing. And if you stay with the light, if you stay with the light and and just know that you're not your ego, that's a spirit, that's the nature of Satan, right? You will become a man this year. Really. The light will cause you to become an individual, a man. Your own man. All right. So thank you. Thank you, Chris. All right, folks. Bye. (laughs) So.